Welcome to the Boil Dow Coffee Club Podcast, the meeting after the meeting where... Wait a minute. It's a Boil Dow special episode. Welcome to Stop the Thumpers, the big book quiz show. That's a big book. I'm your lovely quiz master, smart Alec Tribeca. And here's my co-host, the beautiful Vanna Samai Emma. <laughs> Done. The names you give me. What's up? All right. Well, how are you dressed, Vanna? I mean, Samma. I Emma. Uh, this is a uh, De La Renta tank uh, <laughs> <Stupid>. top. <laughs> Sam, how many alcoholics does it take to keep score in a game show? Hmm. We're a messy lot. I would think at least three. <laughs> well, we have one who'll do the part of three people. Let's meet our scorekeeper, Toothsome Tommy. Tommy, welcome back. We're so happy to have you. Thank you. Oh, for it's so our nice to be here. <laughs> Tommy, back in your drinking field. days, did you ever keep track of how many beers you had? Yes, I did. I never had more than three. <laughs> hmm. Can you be trusted? Well, I'm not sure. I can't remember beyond that point when I had. <laughs> you did the same kind of math I did. Yeah. <laughs> I went into a blackout at about three. Okay. Thanks, Tommy. Here's how the game is played we'll go around in sequence, and each contestant will be asked to choose the right answer from a multiple choice question from the big book. If wrong, the next person gets a chance. A right answer wins you 1,000 points. Alcoholics need lots of accolades. Hell, I want a freaking parade in my honor every day that I wake up sober. So if you're right, you get 1,000 points. But if you're wrong, you lose 500 points. Hey, I want some points. Sam. You, uh, Tommy, Come on now. How many points are we going to give Sam? Oh, Sam's got seven already. Seven <laughs> points. Okay, Sam's got seven points. So for a wrong answer, you lose 500 points, and then the next contestant will get a chance. And contestants, this is your lucky day. Everybody starts with, except for Sam, 10. <laughs> Points. Wait a minute, then I want 70,000. No, Sam's got 819 right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Okay, well, I know all you alcoholics want at least 10,000 points, and I know, Sam, you want some points because alcoholics have a sense of entitlement. <laughs> now, at the end of the show, for our last question, the final whoopee question, you'll get to wager some or all of your earnings. The winner gets the iconic hoot of the boiled owl as a ringtone on their cell phone. Contain your excitement, y'all. <laughs> That's what I've always wanted. <laughs> now we have three contestants. Sam, who are our contestants? Don, we are welcoming back to the show, Brad. Brad, introduce yourself real quick. Hey, I'm Brad G. I'm from Michigan, and I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. Welcome back, Brad. <laughs> and we have Angela, a recent guest on the show, no less. Hi, I'm Angela. I'm an alcoholic. 
Thanks, Angela. Welcome back. And Miranda. Miranda's been on the show several times and even co-hosted. Welcome back, dear. Hi, I'm Miranda. I'm an alcoholic. It's good to be here. Welcome, everybody. Brad, when did you get sober? Uh, sobriety date is, let's see, it is August 1st. I'm doing the math. Do I get points for getting this right? August 1st, 2005. Tommy, Brad got the correct sobriety date. How yes. many points does he get? Say <laughs> what? You can verify with my sponsor. It's accurate. He gets a thousand points. <laughs> All right. Already I love this thousand. game. <laughs> so Brad, tell us, uh, what is the craziest thing that has happened to you in getting sober? Well, I was thinking about early on crazy stories when I was struggling. And for some reason, this memory came up of me starting this um, plan that I had. And this is when I was in my powerfulness and manageability phase of my denial of my first step. And it was called Alcoholics Unanimous. <laughs> I don't remember if I shared this before on the podcast, but it was basically mm -hmm. this point system that I came up with when I was coming in and out of the program where I said, you know, I think I can handle this on my own. And it was get this, it was literally a point system and I had it on a calendar where you could get points for doing good things in your life, like, you know, working out, going for a job interview, sending a postcard to your grandma. And then at the end of the week, if you had enough points, you could drink or you could use substances. <laughs> Alcoholics Unonymous, it was going to be a peer-supported program, you know, like sponsoring each other to like keep drinking and keep using. It didn't last very long. I'm embarrassed to say the Alcoholics Unanimous program had one member and it folded after like a month. <laughs> because what happened was I literally thought this would work. Like seriously, I had the point system set up where I was going to do good things and then be able to just use or drink like a normal person, right? On the weekends. And I said, oh, if I don't make this work, I'm going to move back from California to Michigan and go to rehab and whatever, because that would be the worst thing ever, right? So I started figuring out my points and I was like, okay, I have this for this. And then I started advancing myself points. Oh, the stuff that I was going to do next week. And anyway, needless I'll to gladly say. pay you Tuesday for a cheeseburger today. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to do good stuff next week so I can just party today. Right. Yeah. Didn't quite work. Yeah. That's kind of <laughs> like playing golf by yourself and cheating. Yes. <laughs> Brad, how many points did you, did you end up with before Alcoholics Unanimous folded? Well, I think it worked for like two weeks, but the problem was when I told people about it, especially people in the program, they were like, Ooh, honey, oh, honey, <laughs> let, me, girl, let no. me know how that goes. Like keep <laughs> that, the Southern, in the South, we say, bless your heart. But in AA, we say, Oh, keep coming back. That's right. That's it. That's right. It. They were like, keep coming back. Let's do and our in the South. We do say, bless your heart. Keep coming back or bless his heart. Keep coming back. So we, we infuse the two. I love for sure. <laughs> it's the best complicult ever. So I, I suspect I know what the flaw was in your plan there, Brad. You didn't start off with 10,000 points. Did you? That's true. Mm -hmm. Well, you've got 10,000 points to start off with today. Yeah. Okay, let's do <laughs> a our point first... system that works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time for our first question. Which now, ladies, remember to have your hands ready to raise. You can pick up this question if Brad fails utterly. Brad. Yes. Which dynamic, colorful expression is not in the big book? I'm going to give you five dynamic colorful expressions shivering denizens boiled as an owl the age of miracles shod with winged shoes 
a state of mental goose flesh? I mean, winged shoes sound like something fabulous that I would wear to the club on the weekend, but I don't think that's in the big book. So I'll say the winged shoes one. You have won that question, Mr. Brad. Answer number four. Shod with winged shoes is not in Alcoholics Anonymous. It comes from Emmett Fox's book, The Sermon on the Mount, which greatly influenced Bill's writing. Fascinating. Well done, Brad. Shod with winged shoes kind of sounds like big book language. It does, yeah. Doesn't it? I mean, Bill just loved all those flowery expressions. Yeah, I heard he had an English teacher that said don't use the same word twice. So that's why there's a lot of variety of words in the book. And it gives us plenty of opportunities to make things mean all kinds of things that probably were never intended. Yeah, we're having a whoopee party right now. (laughs) Let's move to our next contestant, Miranda. Miranda, when did you get sober? Uh, February 13th, 2011. Right. And Miranda, so tell us, what's the uh, craziest thing that's happened to you in sobriety? Um, besides turning into an old married woman with a child? That's pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> honestly, the funniest, craziest thing that came to mind right away was happened like in my first few weeks of sobriety with me in a dumpster praying, maybe for the first time. I was trying to get to a meeting. I was trying to get to the meeting that was going to be my home group. And I'm not sure if that actually was before or after I got my sponsor. It was like two or three weeks in. And I had um, come home from work. I had taken my second shower of the day because I always had to shower again to make sure I look good for the meeting um, because I was like two seconds sober. So I'm leaving my apartment and I'm going to take the trash out before I get in the car and go. And I, whenever I had my keys in the same hand as my trash, and when I threw the trash in the dumpster, my keys flew into the dumpster with the trash. So I had to climb into the dumpster to get my keys in order to get my car so I could go to the meeting. And I was already going to be running late and I hated being late to meetings because I didn't like people looking at me. And I figured if you come in late, then everyone's going to see you're late. It's better to get there early. So no one will see you. It had nothing to do with being there early for any type of, you know, get there early to talk to people. I got there early. So people wouldn't see me get there. Um, So I'm standing in a newly empty dumpster, thank God, but I'm standing in there. I have my keys And I realized I can't get out. Like there's no easy way for me to get out. There's nothing for me to step on. And I'm like, how am I going to pull myself up in this small little hole to get out of here? And I stood there and I was like, God, I'm just trying to get to a meeting. Will you please help me get out of this damn dumpster without being disgusting? So I finally make my way out of the dumpster. What's so funny is like, I I just wanted to get to the meeting so bad and I was barely sober. And it's like, I look back now, I'm like, wow, something weird was going on there. It was, it was a nice uh, metaphor or analogy or picture or whatever you want to call it for my early sobriety is I wanted to go to a meeting so bad. I was praying to God to get me out of a dumpster so I could go get my car and drive to one. The age of miracles is not past. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I I was so bad. I just want to go to a meeting. Like, God, help me. Like, I just want out of this dumpster. I don't, I don't know, Tommy. She wanted to go to a meeting, which is why she was doing all that. I think she should get another thousand. Thank you. <laughs> okay, 2,000. <laughs> Boy, the points Thanks. just flow in this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm very generous. Let's go to our question. 
All right, and get ready, Brad and Angela, with your raise hand buttons. Be listening in case Miranda gets this one incorrect. Or fails utterly. Or fails utterly. (laughs) Back to the dumpster. Appreciate that. (laughs) In the text of There is a Solution, where does the alcoholic begin to appear after a doctor has given sedatives? Four choices. Bars and dance halls, hospitals and sanitariums, on stage and films, churches and nunneries. Uh, I'm going to go with B, Alex. Hospitals and sanitariums. All right, Miranda. You have answered correctly. This is the only answer I know. Okay. (laughs) This is on page 22. Then comes the day when he simply cannot make it and gets drunk all over again. Perhaps he goes to a doctor who gives him morphine or some sedative with which to taper off. Then he begins to appear at hospitals and sanitariums. Number Stop. two, hospitals and sanitariums. Well done, Miranda. One thousand points to Miranda. Wee! Now that's three thousand because I made it out of the dumpster. Thank you. <laughs> we could have had a fifth choice in there. Begins to appear in dumpsters and ash cans. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Miranda. What's the score right now? The scores currently are Angela with 10,500. Brad with 11,500. Miranda with 13,500. And Sam with 1,051. Nice. I'll take that. All All right. Let's move to our last contestant, Angela. Welcome, Angela. When did you get sober? April 21st of 2009. Awesome. Thank you for coming back, Angela. So tell us, uh, what's the craziest thing that's happened to you in sobriety? Oh, gosh. I don't know about the craziest thing, but um, one thing that I think was kind of neat is I was in uh, New York and I was feeling really, really lonely, you know, in a city of 10 million people and I'm there by myself. And so I go to an AA meeting and these women invite me to go to stepping stones with them, which I had always wanted to do. And while we were at stepping stones, they started talking about a woman they knew in North Carolina and come to find out it was a woman in my network. And so now I continue to be friends with those women in New York. We were sending pictures back to my hometown to the lady that they knew. So it's just, you know, it's such a small world. And I'm so grateful that just that willingness to go to a meeting led to those connections. And it's just a small world. Isn't that fantastic? I I love that type of thing. And and I have uh, often referred to folks like that as friends I haven't met yet. Yes. (laughs) 1,500 points for them. Thank you. Awesome. I don't know about this scorekeeper. (laughs) Well, you know. Neither neither does she. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Angela. And uh, Brad and Miranda, get your hands on the raise hand button. People will talk about us and our behavior, which is not a typical comment about the alcoholic found in There is a Solution, which is not a typical comment. Why don't you drink like a gentleman and quit? His willpower must be weak. There he goes again, getting high on his own supply. She's such a sweet girl, 
I should think he'd stop for her sake. Number three, they're getting high on their own supply. <laughs> Woohoo! Well <laughs> done, Angela. It is not in the big book. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is on page 20. How many times people have said to us, why don't you drink like a gentleman or quit? His willpower must be weak. She's such a sweet girl. I should think he'd stop for her sake. The answer is, uh, there he goes again. Getting high on his own supply is not in the big book. Yeah, I'd put this question out at the Shivering Denizens group, uh, which has got a great number of new people in it. It was surprising. Few people chose that. <laughs> but that sounds more like a Narcotics Anonymous meeting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another thousand points to Angela. And the score, Angela has 13,000, Miranda 13,500, and Brad at 11,500, and Sam at 1,051. Woohoo! Wait, I didn't go up any? I've been doing well. I should have some points. Like seven points. <laughs> I okay. say seven points. You're now at 1,100, Sam. <laughs> Great math. <laughs> All right, Brad. Time for a comeback. Finish this sentence from There is a Solution. Oh, no. The main problem of the alcoholic is drinking too much, varies with our behavior patterns, is uselessness and self pity, centers in his mind, centers in his body is the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Could you repeat the question? The main <laughs> problem of the alcoholic is drinking too much, varies okay. with our behavior it's patterns, is uselessness and self-pity, centers in his mind, centers in his body, is the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Let Center me give you a hint. It's not the four horsemen of the apocalypse. No, that would be scary. Uh, <laughs> that feels like 2020 though. Centers in his mind? Ding, ding, ding. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. Uh, number four from Come page back. 23. These observations would be academic and pointless if our friend never took the first drink, thereby setting the terrible cycle in motion. Therefore, the main problem of the alcoholic centers in his mind rather than in his body. A thousand points to Brad. Well done, sir. Thank you. And the score is... Brad at 12,500, Angela at 13,000, and Miranda leading at 13,500 with Sam at 1,127. Woohoo! Brad, you know, you're, you're kind of lagging behind there. I mean, I'm really lagging behind, but uh, I think you need to do some sucking up to Tommy or something. Yeah, I, I think, think so, Tommy. too. Tommy, what's your Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move to Miranda. There is an odd experiment with liquor described in More About Alcoholism. I'll list four possibilities. Which is the real experiment? One, an ounce of whiskey with a roadhouse sandwich will not hurt. Two, an ounce of whiskey in my cereal is none too smart. Three, an ounce of whiskey is risky while jaywalking. Four, an ounce of whiskey in my milk is none too smart. It's, it's whiskey in the milk. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Hooray. You are correct. An easy one. A it's also points. disgusting. <laughs> well, can you imagine? Yeah, oh, that's I did disgusting. I drink plenty of white Russians in my time. 
look, Kahlua <laughs> gave me like a collector's Gross. thing with cups because I've draw, I draw so much Kahlua because of the Big Lebowski. But even I'm not going near whiskey in the milk. That's disgusting. Yeah, totally. That's even so if gross. I wasn't sober. <laughs> so, today it would be soy milk anyway. Maybe almond, almond milk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so Miranda gets another 500 points for saying almond milk with me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so oh I, 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 I've okay. got to do my job here, y'all. Y'all let me do my work here. Otherwise, Don's never going to pay me, okay? The answer on page 36. You're getting paid in Don points. Don doesn't pay me. Uh, suddenly, the thought crossed my mind that if I were to put an ounce of whiskey in my milk, it couldn't hurt me on a full stomach. I ordered a whiskey and poured it into the milk. I vaguely sensed I was not being any too smart, but felt reassured as I was taking the whiskey on a full stomach. The experiment went so well that I ordered another whiskey and poured it into more milk. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Sounds like a drunk to me. Hey, it didn't kill me, so I should do some more. I mean. <laughs> Just keep putting milk on it. What could happen? It'll be fine. Miranda, 15,000. Angela, 13,000. Brad tied in there at 12.5, and Sam is up to 3,689. Woo, and I note that you're not, Don doesn't have any points at all. Poor Don. Mm -mm. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. That wasn't a, a request to give him any. <laughs> uh, I want some points. Don has six. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. All right. He's on the board. Okay, that's going to keep me energized. Let's go to Angelo. You know, we're not stumping any thumpers here. That's because we got all thumpers here, I think. In How It Works, we are told, if you want what we have, you need to go to any lengths to get it and are given the steps. What if we stop halfway? What do we achieve with half measures? Halfway mark to happy recovery. Half-ass recovery. Nothing. Moderation. Courage to change. Half measures avail nothing. Ding, ding, ding. Absolutely <laughs> correct. Well done, Angela. And another thousand points to Angela. On page 59, half measures availed us nothing. We stood at the turning point. We asked his protection and care with complete abandon. Well done, Angela. Angela, did you ever try half measures in recovery? Uh, yeah, probably before I actually got sober. Yeah. It didn't work a, well. A good question and, here would be, did anyone here not try half measures? I love that an old timer told me one time, half measures don't avail half. They avail nothing. <laughs> That's, That's the way to do the math. Okay. The score currently, Angela with 14,000, Miranda with 15,000, Brad Still at twelve five, and Sam has thirty six eighty nine, and Don has six. Okay, Brad, I'm sorry about this, but this is a little bit tougher than some of these others. This is from Doctor Bob's story. All right, here we go. In working with others, Doctor Bob hid his liquor bottles in many places. Doctor Bob did not hide bottles where in the coal bin, in the toilet water tank, in a fur-lined glove, in the clothes chute, 
over door jams? Oh man, I think he had them everywhere, but I would have to say maybe in the coal thing, the coal bin. Wah, wah. I'm sorry. Brad, you just lost hand. 500 points. Oh my God, man. Oh man. <laughs> Miranda. Miranda. I, I want to say in the clothes shoot. Wah, wah, Damn. Wah. <laughs> Angela. Angela, do you want to pick this one up? Uh, I'm going to try the glove, the lined glove. Wah, wah. Oh, what? He hits sad horn all the way around. Is it the toilet tank? No, it had to be the toilet tank. I it remember. is totally the toilet tank. The toilet it tank. is indeed. But Bill remember that. In the toilet tank. Okay, listen to this. Take it. Who hit it in the toilet tank? This is a tricky question. <laughs> listen to Page this. Page 176. I used to put eight or 12 ounce bottles of alcohol in a fur lined glove and toss it mm -hmm. onto the back airing porch when winter days. If my wife was planning to go out in the afternoon, I would get a large supply of liquor and hide it in the coal bin, the clothes chute, over door jams, over beams in the cellar, and in cracks in the cellar tile. The water tank on the toilet I never used because that looked too easy. That was a tricky question. That it was because it's in there. It's in there, but the water tank's in there, but he says he did not hide it there. I'd like to speak to the manager of this trivia. Okay, okay you know, one second. I think I know what happened. 64 pages of the big book and not that would not include Dr. Bob's story. I think oh, Brad's touche sister. Pick, 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 pick. I have an update on the scoring. Wait a minute, Tommy. <laughs> okay, so I, I think I know what I just did. I confused Dr. Bob with Miss Hannigan from Annie because I'm pretty sure Carol Burnett <laughs> In the toilet, or was she drinking on the toilet while making her bathtub gin? She drank in the bathroom, so I think that's what I was getting confused with. I can see that, but Annie is not in the big book. <laughs> this is very important. John <laughs> Bell has two thousand four hundred forty-seven. What? Well, Sam has four thousand two hundred sixty-eight. What? For putting up with us? has 13,500, and Miranda and Brad are tied with 14,500, and my Vimeo account has $500. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Let's so keep sorry. moving here. Miranda Ooh. is Hi, Captain. In working with others, what is the foundation stone of recovery? God, anonymity, helping others. Step one, the coffee pot. Mm. Can you repeat the question? Indeed. What is the foundation <laughs> stone of recovery? God, anonymity, helping others. Step one, the coffee pot. I feel like I'm going to get this wrong, but I keep hearing it in my head. You know, anonymity. Is it anonymity? Isn't wah, anonymity the foundation? Anonymity is the foundation of all our traditions. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Angela, pick this question up. Working with others. Close enough, since you don't have answers in front of you. Helping others helping was others. the correct answer, but that's, I know that's what you meant. Yes, yep. that is correct. 
Page 97, helping others is the foundation stone of your recovery. A kindly act once in a while isn't enough. You have to act the Good Samaritan every day if need be. Okay, that's well crap. Done. And I want 250 points back because in the traditions, it says anonymity is, has something to do with basis. So, yeah, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Uh, I'm sorry, Miranda. That's not going to work. And it's not it's a spiritual foundation, foundation of all our traditions. We're going to nitpick here, lady. There are two things here that for the reason that you're going to lose even more points, Miranda, <laughs> because it was the foundation stone and it clearly stated in working with others. I don't work with others. What do you want from me? <laughs> I just wanted to take a moment to say that I do believe working with others is the foundation, just like Tommy has worked with others so generously to help yeah. them with their point scores. <laughs> it is a foundation of my recovery. So Tommy, thank you for that. <laughs> Brad gets brown nose points. Tommy, do you yeah. use what PayPal are those by chance? <laughs> Okay, oh, sure. let's hear from Tommy and see if her biscuit has been buttered. Tommy, okay. what's the score? We have Miranda at 13,750, Angela at 14,500, Brad at 14,550, Video <laughs> account remains at 500, Sam has 4,268, Don at 2447. <laughs> Angela, <laughs> please note at the. Was that the owl? <laughs> Our owl is a sure. little rude. <laughs> Eating something bad for lunch. He had mouse indigestion. <laughs> okay, here we go. Now, note this is from How It Works, Angela. Page 66, in fact, the grouch and the brainstorm are not for us. What do they mean by brainstorm? Sudden rage, brilliant idea, headache, sudden idea to drink, a tornado of confusion. Do the choices again. What do they mean by brainstorm? Sudden rage, brilliant idea, headache, sudden idea to drink, a tornado of confusion. Brilliant really? idea. That's what I'm going to say. That would be. Wah, wah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Then, that is incorrect. Brad got his hand up first, although I did see him looking at his big book since Don gave <gasps> his number. But the is definition it? is not in the big book, so it's okay. Oh. Is it, um, <laughs> now I'm confused. <laughs> my, open book, my open book test is not working. <laughs> Is it the, the wanting to drink again? Is it the wanting to drink? Wah, wah. Woo! And Miranda, I, uh, your last opportunity here. Do you know? Is it sudden rage? Oh, why, yes, it is. Imagine me knowing something about rage. Shocking. I, Shocking. I think I'm going to become a superhero and we're going to call me Brainstorm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the answer from Merriam-Webster, not the big book. 
Today, we think of a brainstorm as a positive thing, something that solves a problem or gets the creative juices flowing. But when it was first used, brainstorm meant something very different. According to the 1934 edition of the Unabridged Dictionary, it meant only a violent, transient mental derangement manifested in a maniacal outburst. Oh my God, what a fabulous definition. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, that's about 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. Brainstorm took on new meaning in the 1950s when used by Walt Disney's think tank as a forum for sharing ideas. So brainstorm is a sudden rage. Rawr! Good job, Walt. Okay, the scores are Angela with 14,000, Brad with 14,050, Miranda with 14,750. Thank you. Sam has 9,261, and Don is up to 6,447. Wow. How is this happening? And I have $500 in my Vimeo account. Yay! <laughs> Tommy, check Brad. your PayPal. I expect my points to rise the next time you go through. Go ahead. It's Brad's okay, turn. Yes. Is it Brad's turn? Brad's it's my turn. turn, yeah. Oh, it's Brad's turn. Why do you keep turn? trying to give me turn? I, uh, I, yeah. I think <laughs> it's my cash app account. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Brad. We're going to Brad, and here's an opportunity for you to move to the top. In how it works, we are told God enables us to match what with serenity? Our socks. Pandemics. <laughs> calamity. Tragedy. Frivolity. Catastrophe. I want to say, and this is so appropriate for 2020, matching calamity with serenity ding 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 you are correct the answer from page 68 just to the extent that we do as we think he would have us and humbly rely on him does he enable us to match calamity with serenity well done brad thank you and brad takes the lead with fifteen thousand fifty points and i now have 500 in vimeo and 500 in paypal <laughs> awesome Miranda <laughs> in everybody's favorite chapter to wives the book says that father is prone to do all kinds of sick behavior which sick behavior is not listed oh God. I'm going to give you five examples of sick behavior one of these is not in the book Why are you looking to at me, live Don? with the other woman forever Smash treasured crockery, tear the curtains off the window sash, kick out the door panels, rip the keys out of pianos. Oh, threaten to live with the other woman forever. No. Wrong. Wrong. Wait a minute. He threatens to go to the other woman. He doesn't threaten to live with her forever. No arguing. Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Although that chapter can be a bit misogynistic at times, but have some good good principles. Thank I, you. Right? It's problematic. We need to update that a bit. But that aside, I think the ripping out the piano keys is a hilarious visual, but like is so bizarre. It can't be in the book. Wrong. Wah. What? Wah. It I'm is go in the book. So Angela, very, very wrong. You got a chance here. <laughs> can you read me the other three? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's the ripping the curtains off the sashes. 
Tear the curtains off the window sash. Smash treasured crockery. Kick out the door panels. I'm going to say ripping the curtains off the sashes. Ding, 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 ding. Ooh. Hooray. By the process of elimination and a little bit of guessing, you did really well. The Great. answer is uh, tear the curtains off the window sash. From page 106, they kicked out door panels, smashed treasured crockery, and ripped the keys out of pianos. In the midst of such pandemonium, they may have rushed out threatening to live with the other woman forever. Well done, Andy. Well, she can have him then. My God. <laughs> there is another spot in the book where they talk about tearing the curtains off the windows, mm -hmm. but it's not in Two Wives. I had a, I had a sponsee one time read, we, we were reading this and she'd been sober for some time. She was not rebelling against the reading, but she was so irate by reading this chapter just because it's, it's a little, it's a little much for 2019 at the time before yeah. we all went to hell. Yeah. It was funny trying to get through it. She just got madder and madder. I'm like, dude, this was a long time ago. Like you, right. we can't, we can't get mad at what they, you know, did back then. It's, this is why it's good to go through the big book with a sponsor. That's yeah. right. Angela, did you have a problem with two wives? I did not. I think we talked about it when you were on the boiled out. I had a problem with it and was complaining at a meeting. And a lady who had been sober for 20 years came up to me after the meeting and said, Don, if I got sober reading this chapter, you can get sober reading this chapter. Look to where you can identify. And she's basically telling me to quit fighting everything. But I do agree. This is a crazy misogynist in today's world. I would love to rewrite it. <laughs> I started rewriting the big book, you know. I'm going to crack that file open someday. Too. I'm just sure you did, Don. <laughs> it's encrypted, and I do not know the code to unencrypt it. I've got it on my computer. I tried, in fact, a couple of weeks ago, ran a few choices through there. Nope. Then send me that file. <laughs> Don, I will say on behalf of women everywhere, thank you for getting mad on our behalf. Um, well, that's, what she said to me. that's what she said to me. This isn't your fight. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it, though. So the proper way to handle this, though, is that uh, a man should explain this chapter to a woman. <laughs> he should mansplain Mansplaining. It. Yes, exactly. God, I can't wait for that day to come. <laughs> uh, I'm ready for a big old brainstorm when that happens. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a good day. Let's check it. in on our score. Okay. Scoring. We still have a couple people below 10,000. Brad has 14,550, Miranda with 14,550, and Angela in the lead with 15,000, and my PayPal and Vimeo account, that money's been transferred already. <laughs> Shopping on That's eBay. why I'm with Brad. Okay, All right. Uh, who's our next contestant? I'm, well, Angela. Tommy, do you go. need a pizza delivered? Tommy, I can have some food delivered over to your house. <laughs> All right, here we go. On page three, Bill's story, he says he acquired the impeccable coat of tan after emulating which 1940s celebrity? Harry S. Truman, Clark Gable, Louis Armstrong, Walter Hagen, Groucho Marx. Which one's the golfer? 
You want to hear them again? <laughs> you can't get that answer. That, that no. was a good attempt at uh, trying to get That's around all that. Cheating. Yeah. Tell me the uh, names again. Harry Truman, Clark Gable, Louis Armstrong, Walter Hagen, Groucho Marx. Uh, I'm going to say Walter Hagen. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> nice. Well done, Angela, <laughs> for another thousand points. That's on page three. I started to overtake Walter Hagen. Liquor caught up with me much faster than I came up behind Walter. I acquired the impeccable coat of tan one sees upon the well-to-do. Well done, Angela. Walter Hagen. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. Up we've got a bonus question for 2,000 points. Get your raise hand buttons ready. What is this acquired coat of tan? What are they talking about? Miranda. I'm thinking that it's the color your skin turns whenever you're outside golfing a lot. Incorrect. Damn it. Brad. A really good foundation that covers up all of your blemishes. <laughs> Incorrect. Do you have a guess? Angela? Am I going to lose points if I guess wrong? Yes. Okay, no. It's worth it. I just figured it <laughs> out. Can I, can I have one more guess? Yeah. Do you lose it points out. if you're wrong? It's Keep okay. Going, it's okay. It's, it's the, like, the beige coat thing they give you if you golf really good, kind of like the Masters. Ooh, Ooh. I think uh, that is pretty close. That's we'll pretty take close. that. Back in the, if you look at photos in the 40s, you'll see people wearing these long, elegant leather coats. And that's mm. what it was. It was a coat of tan, and it was a real symbol fashion statement of the time. That one yeah, is I brand new to, to me. me. I always thought that it was getting a good tan. He had a I did too. Being on the golf course. The yeah, first time I saw golf fever, I was like, is that like like tuberculosis or something. I thought, <laughs> honest to God, I thought golf fever was something that happened back in the 30s that I hadn't heard about until I was like, oh, he means the game. <laughs> Tommy, what's our score situation now? Current score is Brad with 14,050, Miranda with 15,050, and Angela with 16,000. Hey, so wait a minute. Where, where, where's, where's Sam? Sam needs some love in here. Oh, Sam's 9,310, and oh, my son is 8,447. Let's, let's go to our next contestant, <laughs> Sam. Who's these, up next? These points are meaningless anyway. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, Sam. You're never going <laughs> to catch up. Brad. Yes. What building material metaphor is used to describe our common peril in Bill's story. Mm -hmm. Five choices. What building material metaphor is used to describe our common peril? Keystone, triumphant arch, mortar, cement, foundation stone. Oh, this is so, it's like I have heard it and I can't remember which one. Was there one that was cornerstone? The cornerstone of our recovery? Uh, there was a keystone. I'm going to say foundation stone, triumphant arch, mortar, cement. I'm going to say keystone for 5,000. Wow. <laughs> wow. Correct. That is Sorry. so wrong. That's so very, very wrong. Angela <laughs> had her hand up next. You said this is from the common peril? Yes. 
uh, mortar. Wah. Nope. Wah. Incorrect. Uh, the... <laughs> they, they all sound the same. I feel like they all sound like they're in the book, but I'm trying to pin it down. They I don't are have a book all in, my hand. in the book. They okay, are so just repeat the... it to me. Okay. What building material metaphor is used to describe our common peril? Keystone, triumphant arch, mortar, cement, foundation stone. Cement. <gasps> ding, 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 ding. That was a really good guess, Miranda. And I know it was totally That's all it was. It was a totally good guess. <laughs> so that answers on page 17. The feeling of having shared in a common peril is one element in the powerful cement which binds us. But that in itself would never have held us together as we are now joined. The mm. tremendous fact for every one of us is that we have discovered a common solution. Well done. Very nice. That one's a little tricky. Let's see how our time is. We have time for two more questions before our final round. Miranda. <laughs> no, Brad better be next because he's way down. The <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Sympathy. Oh, we forgot to mention, whoever has the least amount wins the game. Wins. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's in like golf. <laughs> okay, Miranda. In We Agnostics, what power can give us a tedious beating? <laughs> Selfishness, alcohol, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, God, stubbornness. Which power can give us a tedious beating? Selfishness. Damn. Sorry, that's wrong. We have no hands up. None. No Is one's anyone really going to take a guess? On oh, the face one. that Brad's making right now, though. <laughs> that's a tough one. We have some very. I just don't want to lose any points. <laughs> I feel like I'm not even. I don't even feel like I'm a big book thumper at this point. I feel like a big book like Pat or, or something. <laughs> something anymore. It's a, it's, it's a big book dabber. Yeah, a big book dabber or something. <laughs> dabbler. A mere dabbler. dabbler. In the big book. I'm like a big book LaCroix. I just walked by a big book and picked up some essence of it. <laughs> just a hint. <laughs> okay, well, the answer is on page 48. In this respect, alcohol was the great persuader. It finally beat us into a state of reasonableness. Sometimes this was a tedious process. Oh. Wait, okay, so ask the question one more time. What was the original question? Uh, what power can give us a tedious beating? Okay, that was confusing. Read the answer. Have you met Don? Have it's you met Don? It's in there. I'm like, wait a minute. It's in there. You didn't ask that Sometime, question in any way that it was phrased in this book. So, uh, sometimes this was a tedious process. It beat us into a state of reasonableness. Sometimes this was a tedious process. It seems to me that that would be a the, tedious Don, beating. Do the you beating see my face was right tedious. Now? <laughs> Miranda Don. says take a thousand points from Don for that question. <laughs> wow, what was the deduction again? I'm just a thousand from Don. <laughs> oh, Don, you might need to move across the country, buddy. 
I'm sorry, Don, but I think time I, for us to come out of our huts and I get to see you face to face. You can't jump years. out of that little box in the screen. That. That's a tedious process, right there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show up on the street in front of his house, just staring at him. <laughs> and that, my friends, will be a tedious beating. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, I think I should get, as the quiz master, 5,000 points every time nobody gets it correct. Ooh, then the questions mm. get even harder. Why? Because yeah, you right. wrote the question bad? <laughs> You're being taken care of. <laughs> okay. We're going to move to Angela. Bill W. loved a metaphor. Which route is not in the big book? The path of least resistance, the broad highway, the road of happy destiny, the path of spiritual progress, the road to recovery. The path of least resistance. Ding, 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 ding. Well done. You are correct. The path of least resistance is not in the big book. I wish it was there. We'd, we'd all be taking that path. <laughs> yeah is it time for scoring it is what do we got well don has ten thousand three hundred two. how sam, am i getting points sam has ten thousand seven hundred eighty two yes i'm not the worst brad has eleven thousand fifty yeah. miranda fifteen thousand fifty and angela in the lead with seventeen thousand points oh wow we need to give brad a chance here yeah i agree what is the dubious luxury of normal men drinking with impunity lust conviviality anger diamonds and pearls oh. <laughs> I, I know, know what you answer. want to answer i know the answer for me. for me it's diamonds and pearls but what are the other answers <laughs> the dubious luxury of normal men drinking with impunity, lust, conviviality, anger. Drinking with impunity? Oh. Oh. Incorrect. Oh. oh. Angela. Anger. Indeed. Brad's feeling that right now. <laughs> Ooh, Brad's that is having correct. a brainstorm. Brad's having a brainstorm. <laughs> Page 66. If we were to live, we had to be free of anger. The grouch and the brainstorm were not for us. They may be the mm. dubious luxury of normal men, but for alcoholics, these things are poison. Well, Brad, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> We're going to get a chance because everyone will have an opportunity to bet some or all of their points for the final question. Tommy, where do we stand? Okay, Angela. You can has... leave Sam and me out of it. <laughs> oh, I have already. <laughs> Angela has 18,000, Miranda, 15,050, and Brad with 10,550. So please figure out and write on a piece of paper what you're going to be wagering here. So there's no cheating. I mean, for God's sake, you don't want to cheat. <laughs> Tommy, let us know when you've got all three wagers received. Okay, I've got one. Yeah. 
That's like Final Jeopardy. Okay. And uh, do we have all three wagers? I do. Yes. Okay. One last bit of instruction, y'all. So you are not going to answer this question by voice. You are going to respond to this question via chat only to me. The lovely Vanna Samayama. <laughs> From Miami. Don't you see me do a hair flip? Oh, you're not in Miami. You're in Palm Springs. Why, yes. On the other coast, no less. <laughs> the final okay. whoopee question. Whoopee! Which of our founding members had a dog named Roger? This is not in the big book. Oh, they were all big book questions. Don may have misled you. But my wager was based on it being a big book question. (laughs) (laughs) Too late now, dear. Oh, God. Sure is a good thing we got that Rule 62 thing, right? Yeah. (laughs) When you say founding members, do you mean the first 100 men and women? There will be no clarifications to this question. No, the, we have two founding members. Well, that's 50-50. <laughs> there is a black and white photograph of our two founding members. I have received one question, or and me, one, one answer. And one of them has a dog sitting next to them. And the caption of this black and white photograph names who owned the dog. And I have received one more, and we have received all three answers. All three answers. The answer is Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob had a dog named Roger. And we have a three-way tie. What? (laughs) We are fabulous. You all answered correctly. So now, Tommy. For the wagers. What's up with those wagers? Angela, who wagered eight. 18,000 no. currently has damn it 36,000 points well, and then bad. we have some other contestants <laughs> Miranda with 15,049 now has a total of 30,099 points and Brad wagered 8,000 and now has 18,550 points so we have a new Winner of Stump the Thumpers. Stump the Thumpers. <laughs> Angela with 36,000, and she wow. will go to next week's Thumpers. Next week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or next year, or next pandemic. Who knows? Uh, uh, well done, Angela. Great job. Yay. We're excited now. Now I get to go to Palm Springs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you come to Palm Springs for me to put the ringtone on your phone. Perfect. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All of you, thank you so much for playing. This has been so much fun. We oh, do man. have one little bit of adjustment in the scores, however. Oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. Based on the fact that there are six people in the room who are sober, it brings us up to a total score for each individual of 100,000 points. And we have one more day of sobriety. Yeah. Awesome. Yay. You get a ringtone, you get a ringtone, you get a ringtone. Everybody gets a ringtone. The ringtone. Who's got today? <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks, everyone, for playing. The winner does get the boiled owl ringtone, and the loser gets this song. Sit down on the pity pat, pity pat, get down on the pity pat, pity pat. The victim king on my personal throne. Listen to me sing through my moans and my groans. Sit down on the pity pat, pity pat, get down on the pity pat, pity pat. The majesty of my tragedy. Get down, get down, down on me. Sit down on the pity pat, pity pat, get down on the pity pat, pity pat, sit down. Down on the pit a pat a pit a pat a get down on the pit a pat a pit a pat a pour me 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 a drink. Thanks for joining us. The Boiled Owl podcast is posted on the 1st and 15th of every month. Visit us at boiledowlaa.org or email giveahoot at boiledowlaa.org. If you want to know more about AA, Google Alcoholics Anonymous in your city or visit aa.org. Please note Boiled Owl AA is produced by members of Alcoholics Anonymous and only expresses our experience and opinions. It, and especially Don's song, are not endorsed by AA World Services. <laughs> hey, I got one more question. Oh? Question uh, on page 10. I wish we had gotten to it. There are many things the big book is trying to do. What is the main purpose of the big book described in the foreword? To give us the 12 steps, to outline how to quit drinking, to work as a doorstop, <laughs> to show how we have recovered, to give us a higher power. I see Angela's hand. Yeah, this is in the forward. To give us a higher power. Oh. To show how we have recovered. Oh, oh we Tommy, recovered. Tommy just one hundred and fifty thousand points. Oh, I was wow. going to say that. I was going to say that to too. show how the first one hundred men and women have recovered. Oh yeah, to correct. Show so page four to show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book. Hmm. Congratulations, Tommy. 150,000 points. I mean. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. That was a blast. Well, Don, you're going to get a copy of the score sheet. And if you can figure this out, please let me know. <laughs> Believe me, I won't. I have no idea what the fuck you were doing over there. <laughs> Are you still was like, right? you know, I'm... Sam gets another 700 <laughs> points for no reason. Who knows? In life, I have heard Don use that word maybe five times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <that's>, Ha, 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 ha.